so we aimed to start controversy last week um, and to learn what it is that makes women's hierarchies or whatever it is. I've, I've seen various new models of what to describe it. I mean, men make hierarchies and make pyramids and they have a, you know, basic sense of climbing up to the top and things like that. And women, I mean, we can, we can deny quite typically that there is such a thing as the pyramid and the hierarchy because, you know, women are not hierarchical and, and stuff, but we know that we exist in very fraught relationships with each other, which do have a sense of control and influence and inside outside. I, I think the, the most interesting model that I've seen suggested is we're sort of like planets <laughs> around the sun, which fits, you know, excellently with what we've been playing with in Dragon Common Room, where we are now getting close to finishing act two and promising that we will have illustrations and, and additions and such later on in the year, which is all, you know, the scene is all revolving around, if you've read act one yet, um, our queen character and the way in which she creates a kind of court dynamic. So as you can imagine, in DCR, we've been thinking a lot about these these relationships. And I say they're power relationships, but they're, they're more subtle and frustrating um, than simply dominance or, or submission. I mean, it's like no woman will ever submit to another woman. Forget it. It's not going to happen, right? So we, 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 we realize here in the Mosaic Arc that we need to keep wrestling with this problem, um, bringing you yet again some meditations through Barbie. Um, but we're going to have to break it down into some specific subsets of problems. And tonight, tonight, we are going to think about men's spaces and women's spaces and whether women belong in men's spaces and vice versa. Welcome to um, Barbie's Mojo Dojo Casa Dream House, take two. So we're wondering, it's like, is this a super challenging topic or what? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently have, it is. <laughs> well, we've had, we've had, a, we've had a variety of responses in my telegram chat over the last few days and, and some, some things that have proven our diagnosis of women's relationships 
quite accurately, I think, and 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 reinforced the lessons that we've learned from Hypergamous for sure. We, we've we've met some real life versions of those characters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in in the long run, I'm yeah. I'm seriously hoping we can get um, Lacey to come on and talk to us about her drawings and and the story that she and Voxer are working. My dog is having a, a a stressful time in the in the corner here. You got yourself trapped. What's going on? Okay. <laughs> Which house that he he should be belonging in, and under whose chair? And never come on out, you silly. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm feeling a little fraught, right? It's like after after the great explosive realization of we we exist in courts, and being responsible for courts. I I, I realize that. Okay. So this is I, I'll say from our conversation last week. The single most important thing I've I've come away with, and I I don't want to, I, I don't want to spoil this because I do think we need to like do a dedicated a whole stream to it, but I'm just gonna to say it is, um, ladies, it's your it's your responsibility to form courts, right? And and mm -hmm. and I I've, I've been thinking about that a lot in the way in which if you want to understand where women's hierarchy develops out of, it's not going to be as overt as you know let's go out back and then fisticuffs it up, right? There, there's there's going to be more subtle um, relationships and cues and such. And ladies, if you're out there and you're watching and, and you know you want to help us, start making notes on the moments of, of these sorts of interactions. But I, I started realizing that whenever two women come together in any kind of social situation, there's a, there's, it's like dogs in the dog park, which is why my dog under my chair now is, is actually helpful is there's there's a whole sorts of very you know definite but subtle kind of invitations and cues and the hardest the hardest one for all women to take when they they get in the, in that in that moment is to um I say say this correctly to be gracious to each other um, and and I've I've realized that that it's it's in that little moment of you both have a chance to acknowledge the other the other woman, and out of that can you know flower lovely conversations and relationships. But if you don't do it in that little, they, there's like this. It's not even a. I mean, it's not, it's not in time, right? It's an eternity for women, but it's in this is this very subtle interaction that you have at first. Um, it's hard to recover from. And I'm I'm starting to have a my theory of 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 queens is they're really good at that first moment. <laughs> does, does that make yeah. sense? Does that does that describe something real? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. It does. The introduction is uh, is a big deal. That makes sense. Everything, and 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 there's this mm. there's also this way of how you how you one woman introduces another woman to be to a group or it's it, the hostessing is all just so precise and and um charged mm. now the thing is yeah. I, I i i my guess is men are doing this too in their own way with each other but and women may or may not be picking up all the cues that are happening there but you know guys we can guarantee you that every woman having walked into a room knows her rank and relationship with every other room and woman in the room in about a millisecond. 
<laughs> am I wrong? Am I wrong? Yeah. No, it's everything, no, no, no. right? It's like, no. and that's why I actually have our, our images to start with. Whoops. I would have our images. Where'd they go? Ha! My, I killed my own startup. Oh, I had a better, I had, I had a better image and it's gone now. Oh, I know why. Cause I renamed it. How hilarious. Okay. Just a second. I can, I can go back. See, I blew my entrance. <laughs> How no and and the thing is how how appropriate is that for the point I wanted to make? That that's that's absolutely hilarious. Okay, carry on, talk, save me. Please. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's almost like you would have done it on purpose. No, I didn't. I didn't. I know what I did. So what it what it was was um no wait, I gotta redo it again. Uh I, I can tell you what I'm doing now. Okay. Like, okay, well, let's see. Let's see if that worked, right? Okay, so I asked Kilts to give me some pictures. Nope, didn't work. Okay, um, and um, she found all of the pictures for Barbie, right? And I put them in to... It's not there, darn it. Okay, I put them into the stack in OBS that um, I draw off of and I renamed one of them because I was trying to make them all nicely in order. And when I renamed it, I threw it out of the, the stack. I'm gonna fix this now because I care about you guys. <laughs> it's been thrown out of stack court. <laughs> it's been thrown out of stack court and I, I, I what is it called? <laughs> What you said is correct. Yeah, save me here. Come on, help. Okay, well, the, the hostesses can make or break somebody's introduction to a court by their introduction. As I'm doing right now, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, the it's, it's interesting because I've got different examples in my mind of how this has worked for me in the past. Yeah and there i've got mm. the entry now okay go ahead oh it's finally here <laughs> <laughs> i have by way of my tech nitwittery <laughs> proved my point perfectly right okay yeah. <laughs> um well uh production of the hostess that defines the 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 entrance to court that that definition basically signals to everybody in the court what the status of the person being introduced is yes so how they do it essentially is their uh moment of being granted status and uh, uh it sticks <laughs> yeah yeah um and so if you have a good hostess, they'll highlight lovely things about you. And if you have a bad hostess, they will um, subtly and sometimes in some cases not subtly highlight things about you that are intended to degrade your standing with the rest of the court. Mm. Instantly and immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's I, I think I was thinking about... I was thinking about what we learned about Bridgerton in the court. And then, I mean, the whole point of Bridgerton is it's all Queen Charlotte who is not beautiful, right? And the way they the way they portrayed her with 
her costumes in the in the in the in the, in the television shows. They're ridiculous, right? But she, I mean, the whole the whole plot revolves around her picking her diamond for the year, right? Who's going to be the one that you know? Because she says this is the my chosen one for the the season. Mm-hmm. That that will be the one who's you know attend theoretically for the point of the plot that everyone is going to be paying attention to. But but that is the way hostessing works, right? It's like I, and I used to, I also okay. So what I also realized in all of this is it's my fault if I don't have any don't have any feeling of being in the midst of a court. It's like I have to create mine, and I used to do it. My my husband and I used to do for like a decade. We have a big Mardi Gras party. Every year for pancake mm-hmm. pancake day to fat to uh, fat Tuesday pancake day, although we tended to do it on Sundays because more people could come, and it, it it got too big for our 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 home. Right, it was like you know a hundred people for pancakes for the evening, and one I loved it, and two I realized it, it wasn't it wasn't just fun for me. It was kind of my responsibility. It's like if I wanted to have. Mm-hmm. A sense that there was a community around us in this neighborhood. It wasn't nobody else was going to make it, right? I, I I'm sort of thinking of maybe thinking about the way Vox has been saying, you know, the in the 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 the, the whatever world we're in right now, right conservative Christian. I'm not. I you know the labels aren't working, guys. But that the 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 influencers on our in our orbit of conversation don't tend to help each other. Okay, guys, that's your problem. But for for women, it's like it is actually a responsibility to make to to perform your hostess duties, right? And um, you know, there's the horror that Bridgerton they they show this every so often. It's like there's one time when they they throw a party and nobody comes because you know everybody's shunning them and stuff. So you're, there's a certain degree of risk in having an you know an event and worrying about whether anybody comes but it's it's not like I'm, I'm i'm stuttering on this it's not like it's just you as hostess making yourself the center of attention which you could do and then that's a, that's one kind of event right but it's you as hostess mm-hmm. creating the opportunity so that all of those other people could come together and have a nice day a nice evening and and that that mm-hmm. is actually and I, my southernness is, you know, sort of powerfully sparking here. That is actually your responsibility as a woman to create those kinds of events. Mm. <laughs> right? Ooh, wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of, I mean, it's like nice and terrifying at the same time, mm. right? It's way easier to sit around and say, oh, I don't, need, I don't you know, I'm, I'm just sitting here, you know, by myself and my cat and, you know nothing's happening it's like well do something have a party right create the event and you have to mm-hmm. to and it's like barbie is doing that in the picture that i finally found um yes. uh, you know it's that she at the center of barbie land is the one whose responsibility it is to be the one who leads the whole community in tone right and we talked about that last time but i i i started reflecting on it as as more of a you know, an action item, um, that it's, it's something that women mm-hmm. actually are responsible for doing in our community. Now that did. Yeah. But I don't, I don't the Bobbies can host. Okay. Maybe yeah, I'm more they, of a queen they, they than can't. I realized. 
<laughs> to, to find yeah. to find this. <laughs> you think no i don't see this is the thing i don't think of myself as the, the you know the, the the queen that organizes all the society stuff but then i started thinking wait a minute <laughs> nobody uh, else is doing it <laughs> um darn it <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, not everybody can do it. Not everybody makes a good hostess. Mm. I'm not a hostess. I, I'm not going to convince you to, to, to have a big party. No. No. <laughs> okay, so then, but then that... I go, I go to the party. I'm not the hostess of the party. That's never been my role. <laughs> And I've enjoyed being at the parties and, uh, you know, I think I've just, after our last stream, just de definitely understood my role as a Sigma female. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you really just, are weird yeah. Barbie and I have to be Barbie in this particular subset. Mm -hmm. of, oh yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, if tracking like social trend over the decades, no, I'm not the hostess. <laughs> I like to be I like to be at the party. I just don't like to be the host. Well, okay, so hostess hostess Barbie needs guests for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, hostess Barbie needs guests. She needs help hosting. Yes. Um yeah. But it's a completely I think it's a completely different role to be the hostess. You're you're actively working on knitting everybody together to make sure that they're having a good time. Right. And um, thinking about who works well with who and, you know, having this kind of, uh, I mean, it's really what little girls do when they've got um, Barbie dolls. They sit them around together and have them talking in a circle and they figure out, you know, which doll's going to go with the other doll and who will suit best sitting next to the other one and you know it's like uh, putting placement cards at a table and trying to make she, sure that she claims not to know how to do this <laughs> no i don't I, you I, just like described I've it never been in that. yeah because i'm observant <laughs> i'm just an observant person i go oh yeah that's what you're doing nice <laughs> i'm not doing it <laughs> i the, the 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 moments of hosting that I've had in life has been kind of accidental where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm doing this now. But uh, <laughs> it's never been a conscious thing where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be the hostess today. <laughs> but that's but that's what I'm saying. It's like I have done it, and, and I and I realize, you know, yeah. I, I I tend to think of my teaching in my classes since at, at Chicago University of Chicago, we do a lot of our classes by discussion section, which effectively mm -hmm. means me at a table with a lot of people around it. <laughs> um, and the thing is in that, that context, it's not a dinner party. You can't sort of, because indeed in a class, you're expected to keep a, a general conversation going that has a point. <laughs> yeah. I do actually typically have a point that I'm trying <laughs> to get to. Right. Um, whereas in a, in a more social table setting, you know, you're allowing the the smaller conversations to develop, and then there's a general conversation. It sort of it, it flows in and out of the the full group. Um, but I I do actually, I mean, from you know the size of a table of people to you know a hundred people, I love it whichever way. Right? <laughs> and and then and then realizing that it's um, 
it is actually more of that in in a female role as opposed to I don't like a lecturing role quite so much because I I I don't like that I can't tell whether people are following what I'm pointing to and such. I like, you know, the, the sense of getting some feedback. Um, and I don't know whether it's a more masculine thing or a more feminine thing to lecture or not, but I do know that I, my, my default as a, as a teacher is this, what I'm now recognizing a kind of hostessing model. So. Mm. Which is fun. It's enormous fun. I, the thing mm. is, but, but, but the, you know, the, the, what, what, what people will wonder is it's like, Knowing yourself as hostess does not mean, one, if you go to some other person's party, another woman's party, you don't take over, right? It's like you acknowledge mm. that's her house, right? And so we're we're in the, the, the Barbie house, the Barbie dream house, right? And it's like she and her house is hostess mm -hmm. and you do not, yes. heaven forbid, usurp her hostessing role in her own house. If you do do that, you have made a move that you better be pretty conscious of <laughs> um, mm -hmm. it, it, because it's either incredibly aggressive or yeah, there's only, it's like, if, if she's, it's like thinking about it, it's like she's failing or something at being hostess and stuff. You can't help her. There's no, there's like no heart. There's horribly no way out because uh, you know, it's Barbie in her dream house, which we can go to now, right? That the house in the movie that is her house, it matters that it's her house like on all levels and it's it's very interesting in the first you know act what you get at the end of that is a party right that mm -hmm. um you know she's the yeah. center of but but the whole the whole town is a is her house in a sense of of hostessing yeah uh, it's a um, the Barbie fractal <laughs> but they've all got yeah they've all We've all got a good time because she's making making sure everything is done properly. I, I think that's the point of her saying she's thinking about death and the music stops. It's the, when the hostess is not functioning correctly. Right. <laughs> and that, then no one else is able to have a good time either. And that she and then in the movie she you know the the character recognizes it. Oh no, um, you know I have it, yes. So it's it's a, it's a responsibility and a kindness to take that sort of centering role on and and because she takes it on they all know what they're supposed to be doing it's mm -hmm. it's it's very important yes okay so we've established that women need spaces in which to be hostess mm -hmm. um i, I take a little bit further on to the like so i accidentally realized that i do have that character darn it <sighs> i thought i thought it was i thought it was a sigma outsider yeah. i'm not oh my gosh because i don't the thing is i don't feel i could have told you that sorry i don't feel i mean i don't not nothing in my psych you know psychosocial makeup has ever suggested to me that i play the beauty pretty one Right. It's like the, 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 her, right. I wanted to do that. And I used to draw, I used to, I've gone back to Barbie as a welcomer. Um, I used to draw pictures when I was growing up of being sort of transformed 
from like rag sort of Cinderella things and this at the age when I was playing with my Barbies too right that you go from mm-hmm. um girl in rags the like literally in my drawings right um to the the fairy godmother comes along and you know teaches her how to to dress up and and then she's the princess right and I I was also thinking about this with the the sense that well can't every woman be transformed into that I mean that's the idea of you're you're married in the in the sort of canonical vision of things right you get married you have your own house and therefore mm-hmm. you perform in your own house those hostessing roles for the people that come to you as as guests and therefore because there's lots of houses like in the barbie world in the in the in the barbie mm-hmm. um town there's each woman has her own house so can't you learn to be this is this and this being like in the in the sociosexual hierarchy question um fox says the men's are situational which does mean you can be in one situation and be alpha and in another situation not so it's not like my saying you like i will always show up and be hostessing although i do have this horrible propensity in conversations to be able to like tap them and generate particular kinds of active active like cool engagement uh <laughs> Kind of like a Bobby. Oh <laughs> I just thought I was good at leading discussions. She's in denial. She's I'm, I'm in denial. massive denial. <laughs> I'm in so much denial. I do not want to. Can't everybody learn this? I mean, this this my my entire career has been based on this idea that I could train people to do this. I don't want to say ah! no. Up. I have to think about it whether or not it's possible. <laughs> Well, but, th- but this, I mean, this being a problem, because everyone say, well, the, okay, so we started with the women's, you know, the women's hierarchy is subtle, which comes out in this ability to elevate or, you know, destroy in a social situation, right? Yes. And um, that some women do seem to be, I can, I actually do have very specific people in, in mind and say, gosh, she is so good at this, right? It's like, she walks in mm-hmm. a room, everyone feels happier and more comfortable. She smiles in this way. It's not, it's not controlling in any way. It's just soothing. And if that person is there, the whole group feels happier. It's, it's just, it's wonderful. It's, it's sort of magical. Whereas this other person is there everything gets jangled and it doesn't matter. It's like you can be constantly deferring to her and it doesn't make any difference. It all stays jangly and and awful. Are those, it's like, you know, the, the, the degree to which it's situational learned and your own character. Can't we get better at being the Barbie? Please say yes. Oh, so sad. I'm thinking of examples. I mean, can we get taller? I don't know. It's, <laughs> I don't know. You're asking, it's a, I'm like probably the worst person on the planet to be asking this question. Cause I've observed it so mm. much and I can see natural, the natural hosting, like, you know, my bungling into social situations, being weird Barbie and thinking, oh great, I'm here to just have a great time. And then realize that I'm weird Barbie in that situation. So it took me a long time to figure out, like, I wasn't blending in particular courts very easily. Right. And it's uh, 
not because of acts of sabotage. It's just, you know, if you're odd, it's like, okay, that's fine. But then after a while, realizing, well, maybe it's just because I'm in the wrong courts. And sometimes that's what it is yeah. too. Yeah. You're just in the wrong space. And then sometimes it's that you just have hit a bad run of bad hostesses. Then you get a good hostess. You realize, oh, this is fantastic. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, but um, everyone does get a chance to play hostess, but I think it just comes naturally to certain people. And some, some women are phenomenal at it and others have to make a real, real conscious effort when they're doing it. It's not, it doesn't come naturally to them. And um, going through my example list now, yeah. uh, they're not going to become the Barbie that hosts the party that everybody has a fabulous time at. Well, the thing is, I think that people can. This is this is where the the sort of anxiety plays out, right? Because I can I one I can think of plenty of parties that I hosted that like crashed and burned horribly. So. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> there's some element there. It's like, like I said, there's there's a risk in in, yeah. in setting stuff up that it might not work, and and so the hostessing mm -hmm. is actually quite anxious making. Or right? so there's no, I, and Bridgerton was playing that out too. It's like the there's I I haven't wa I've only watched it one you know the once through and i don't remember why there's this scene where they're trying to have a party they've decorated the house and because they've been you know cut from the social setup nobody comes right so mm -hmm. and that that's I, that's at like some other hostess has killed their hostessing right? that there's there's maybe maybe, maybe we're gonna have to have a nested you know set of barbie houses right <laughs> there's the core barbie house mm -hmm. which you know has satellite barbie houses which has yet more satellite barbie houses um well the courts are also the courts also fight for members of courts they pilfer from other courts right people are stealing like that happens Yes, she's she's hosting a party, and I have it on the same day as my party, and then you end up in these these direct rivalries, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is, in yeah. fact, the way or... women play out rivalries a lot, isn't it? Have have some event that you know conflicts with your uh, this other event that they shouldn't conflict, and you're clearly actually trying to draw on the same. It's called scheduling your classes against each other in academia. <laughs> which we i mean to a certain extent you're always you know it's, it's, there's only so many hours in a day in mm -hmm. slots and people like teaching certain ones and so you conflict conflict but there's a kind of courtesy to make sure that you know her party isn't conflicting with yours so that the same students can take the class yeah it's this is working pretty terrifyingly well <laughs> yeah i'm thinking of a sad example a girl i know party and her friends didn't even arrive. It was really horrible. Aww. And I didn't understand it at the time. Yeah. In hindsight, it's because her friends were probably very jealous of her and they just decided not to come. And that, uh, and I was there and I I'd brought some friends of mine. So she ended up having a crowd, which was good, mm. but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's very sticky. <laughs> the politics of hosting. Yeah. Yeah.
Okay, so okay, this is the, the the opening frame, which I think we probably have some more to think about. It's a, that we had, you know, that Barbie Barbie is shown doing bar, her own like self care things in her house, and the the setup in the movie is like, well, she gets her own house because that's where she is her private self. But I I I like that what we've added here is that it's not you, women need their own their own home, not just to have their own private um, toiletry space. Right. It's like where you take your shower and where you eat and, and, and get dressed and things like that. But this. Oh, right? yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's like the meme with the guys who just have an empty room and there's a mattress right. division with the a game like thing machine. Yeah, <laughs> I can't speak. They're content like this because they don't need to do the hosting in their home. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas yeah. the, the the feeling for women is, you know, I okay in the you know you can say in the comments what you think like and subscribe please because we're going to have a party um <laughs> uh that the 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 dynamics of what home is are are very very powerful for women and back yes. when i was in a yeah. different a different social set and we were doing three craters symposium which unfortunately the videos are down from youtube right now so i can't point you to these but we did a couple of videos with um a man who was rehabbing houses and we were specifically talking about he, he had this thing about how his grandmother's house always felt special to him and that there was this whole meditation that we had on when you think of women like your mom or your grandmother and stuff you put them in the home that you think of them in too right yeah. the, the the sort of yeah. um you know woman in house um symb symbiote <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the house is the, for uh, our, our our structure where the external is part of this structure. Do we have a word for it? All right. Yeah, yeah, we did. It's like the 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 monocoque, you know, like that mm. egg. It's it's like basically the uh, if a car has the external shell that includes the chassis you know like that actually is part of the mechanical structure of the car it's not just an external thing to make it pretty it actually has a functional thing right that's what the house is for a woman yeah yeah it's the body of the car with the chassis like if a woman doesn't have a house she's just not driving <laughs> she's not it's it's a the home like of a of a woman i know what you're describing that's what it is okay. yeah 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 so all of these things go into, and they, you know, they portrayed it quite well. Now Barbie's getting in her pink car by flying down. Um, they, um, yeah. they portrayed it very well. That you know, she identifies. It, it's not just that she has a house where she happens to sleep, but that she identifies with it as her house, and that's her dream house. And all these dream houses belong to the Barbies, and that what they're dreaming. I mean, the first thing we have is that party. So what they're dreaming is that ability to you know what did not just express themselves through the stuff that's in their home it's not it's not materialistic as such right it's um uh a setting for her beauty which ladies if you're if you're you know in if you're in your home decorating pick colors that comp you know go with your your skin <laughs> right that that you are decorating it so that you're it's a setting for you in your hostessing um, situation and that that I mean it 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 can be 
feel quite awful to have that invaded by people who mess it up or aren't invited or turn it into, you know, turn it into guy place. Like these guys did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> Which has on the internet, yes. um, you know, created an awful lot of, like all of the discussion, so much of the discussion of being around, like he took over her house and turned it into the Kendom saloon. And the guys are there, mm -hmm. you know, filling it with horsey stuff. Because men are patriarchy means horses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you actually, I, what's interesting in our discussions about this, you actually had a stronger reaction to his taking over her house than I did. Oh, I was instantly infuriated <laughs> by it. And everybody was cheering it on. Oh yeah, she deserved it. Cause she's a big bee, <laughs> big Bobby. She's a big bee. And you know, she treated him horribly and she wouldn't like go and have a sleepover. So he, you know, she deserves it. Actually, she was really virtuous. She, she told someone who wanted to have out of wedlock sleepover to go like away very kindly. Mm. And then he returned that by taking over her dream house. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> she was so cute and virtuous and she got treated so badly. Anyway, I did. I responded really badly to it. Um, because he disrespected her space and took over and turned it into a frat mm -hmm. house, which wasn't about hosting uh, and social bonds. It was about... Um, well, but no, it is about his social bonds. Yeah. Which kind? Okay, so I was actually like, I like the Ken house. <laughs> yeah and and therefore i what no and I the thing is i was very interested like we've just built up this whole thing it's like host a scene and it's yours and it's and then, <laughs> oh but i liked it when the guys were there right and and, and kilts is going no <laughs> well because no because it wasn't his home he wasn't hosting in his home he was hosting in a stolen home so i couldn't get over yeah. that no i know and the thing is i know you told me that and i'm like oh yeah okay that makes sense and i'm like no but i still like it <laughs> So I, I want to I want to think about this a bit yeah. more because it's like he it was so I mean it was her space in absolutely every significant important way it matches her it's beautiful for her it's where she takes care of herself it's where she hostesses and has the parties mm -hmm. which everybody feels happy in because she's feeling happy and then he comes back having decided that you know patriarchy needs to happen and fills it with horses yeah. Which is still cool. I mean, <laughs> and I have just, you know, I'm just enjoying his, you know, feeling of, um, that he hadn't had a home. I mean, I'm identifying too much with him, I guess, right? That he lived on the beach, basically. Where do the kids sleep? Who knows? Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they had no, you know, none of their own, they had no houses. Don't men get houses, right? Um, yeah, I'm trying to trigger you. Come on, if they don't steal them, they go and steal. Them. Well, Trigger that's the that's that is the way you know the the feminist argument tends to go, right? It's like men just you know they want to. Well, actually, no, this this kind of backfires because they come in and they transform it into make it into their own thing that they like. They don't. They they do have the women, the Barbies making them sandwiches, I guess. 
and, mm-hmm. and, and kind of bringing them beers and stuff. But Ken didn't build his own house. I'm just, I'm going to die saying <laughs> I want you to say he it. He his own house. So what did he do wrong? He got. He just didn't build his own house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you know, that he, that he, um, the first thing he says to her when she comes back and she's like, you took my house. What did you do to my house? And he says, how, mm-hmm. you know, how does that feel? Right. Now you don't have a house. I didn't have a house and now you don't have a house. How does that feel? Mm. Got my kin specs on. <laughs> how does that feel? I mean, she's not, she's, you know, there I'm, I'm just sympathizing with the men saying it's like the women have created these, you know, beautiful, perfect spaces that they won't let the men live in because they're so female, the houses. Oh, that's the, okay. Now I understand what you mean. So you're looking at it from the perspective of the boys not being able to share the space. Yes. I wasn't looking at it like that at all. Which I found interesting, right? Because I have actually been in situations in my life observing a woman have so much control over her house that even when she's married, he has like a box in the back room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that, but I've seen the opposite too, where Barbie lives in Barbie's dream house, but it's full of horse stuff. Mm. That's just about people working out they're sharing a space together. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is that all it is? <laughs> yeah. Well, I no. Okay. So, so the, I mean, that's one of the things. It's like the Barbie dream houses. I'm, I'm gonna get her. I'm gonna get her to like unpack this with me. Um, I mean, one of the things that the Barbie dream houses are is that like they're single, not even single family homes, right? They're single woman homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's only one per yeah. house, right? There's not even yes. there's not even roommates of Barbies to having to deal with. How do you, you know, share a domestic yeah, domestic they're... space? <laughs> they wave at each other they're... from you know across the street, so you never have that you know challenge of who gets the bathroom. No. <laughs> No, it's the pu- it's the pure fantasy of when a little girl thinks about her dream house. That's all it is. It's the pure fantasy of being in complete creative directive control of a of a home mm-hmm. <laughs> without anyone else living inside it with you or uh you don't have to agree with your roommate about the the you know the pictures on the wall over the sofa and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's there's nothing. It's just it belongs to you, and therefore you get to do whatever you want in there, and it's fine. And then, <laughs> but that's a fictional little environment that is not actually how anybody lives. Nobody lives like that. This is well, the a lot this of, is just apparently a lot of fantasy of young adults live alone. Oh, okay. Well, apparently, <laughs> I mean, I never have. I, I, I it's like, well, no. When I had a single in college in my senior year for a few months, and then I moved in with my friends, <laughs> I I almost never in my life lived alone. Mm. 
So you've never you've never had a a Barbie Dreamhouse complete monopoly over a space experience. That that mm. single oh so the the single and then what senior year in college and then first year in graduate school and it was literally one room in both in both situations mm. and they were dorm room and then a graduate student housing house so I didn't even have I had like surface control I could pick the I had pink bedspread um I could pick the yeah. the the coverings of things um but the the one mm. in, the one in college I had guinea pig that was fun she ran around oh. she ran around on the floor and would come to the door when I had lettuce <laughs> when I went in it's very cute oh it's cute yeah they're like costly. and and that one I was saying the 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 built the the room had this like build up that the previous inhabitants had put up when they'd like tried to share it so there were two guys in the same room yeah. and they'd made loft beds so my my single room in my senior year in college looked exactly like a Barbie dream house, like with the wrong walls and sort of levels and stuff like that. Oh, right. Yes. But, but that's no. And the thing <laughs> is that I hadn't built it. So I've never had true, complete control over a domestic space. Yeah. Neither have I. I lived, I lived in chair houses or I lived like traveling back and forth between places and, no, <laughs> I don't even know what that would look like. That's probably why I reacted to Ken taking over Barbie's house. <laughs> I thought, she's got her own place. You get your own place. <laughs> um, why are you angry with her? Yeah, I don't. I just don't know what that. Uh, what that would be like. Uh, no, I shared. I shared my house with my family and roommates. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's when you said so my my hosting, go ahead. My oh, go ahead. My hosting's always been sort of co-hosting in that way, I suppose. Then yeah, because it's not, you you're not hosting if you're not hosting in an environment that isn't totally yours. Like that kind of uh, Barbie. It's Barbie's house with Barbie's party and Barbie's guests. Right. Yeah. But that's so, but what you said, and I pounced on a bit ago was like, so it's, that's just two people needing mm -hmm. to share the space. And I said, well, okay. In the movie, it's masculine and feminine, which is coded mm -hmm. differently than just having to like agree on the, the, the you know, the, the arrangement of the furniture. Yeah. Um, well, it's about the roles that the, the both men and women play in the home. Mm. Um, I suppose if you're thinking of it traditionally, women are working in the home and are working outside of it. So it's, if, if you're in that kind of model, then a woman is constantly inside that place as her workspace and as her recreational space also. Whereas men are going out to work and then returning into the space, that changes the way they're going to be enjoying the home. I think because that's not their workplace. So interesting. In interestingly, I had one of the students on campus make the argument that men should be. She said she disagreed with me about something I was saying. I can't remember what it was. Um, that you know, mm -hmm. 
she said, no, I, you know, I have a, oh, I know, I was talking about her hypergamy, saying that, you know, women are, are hypergamous. And she said, no, they're not. And I'm like, what? She says, no, they're not, they're not getting their men to like, take, take as much responsibility as they should and take part of the housework on. And I'm like, okay, that's, <laughs> um, but, but that would suggest that what Ken did is like, yeah, so here, look, I, I participated in the decorating. And I'm going to, you know, I, I took care of all the stuff in the house so that it's all arranged the way, you know, it needs to be so that I'm partly partake, partaking in the housekeeping. But he didn't do that. <laughs> yes, he did. He decorated they it. They didn't, they didn't move in together. He literally kicked her out. I'm sorry. No, she was evicted. She was No, he evicted didn't. He just redecorated. He could, she could stay there if he want, she wanted, right? He wanted her to. They didn't know why, because they're toys. But... <laughs> <laughs> right? The kid. I mean, that's I the thing. The patriarchy kids. One of them. The patriarchy kids are all teamed up with lots of Barbies, and the Barbies are taking care of them. I don't think they're necessarily leaving them homeless. It's just they're defining the, you know, the space with horses. Oh, but he didn't want her in there. He was angry with her and kicked her out of her house and didn't want her in there. All right, so now we're now we're parsing the particulars of exactly what that's. Yeah, you know, I think he was he that's, was trying to teach her a lesson what it was point. like not you know being included. Therefore, I was on his side. Let's see okay. what that feels like. All right, but no, that's a separate thing. Yeah, but that's a separate thing. I'm dealing with the. You're asking someone who's autistic to deal with different categories. Yes, because you're clearly the only one who can understand them well enough to describe them, while the rest of us are just like you know yeah. instinctively hostessing and not yeah. even realizing we did it. <laughs> Why I'm weird, Bobby, and I stay in my weird house on the hill, and I don't talk to anyone unless they want to come to my house. <laughs> Everybody's welcome. Ken, Bobby, I don't care. And I'm staying on the hill. Don't want to leave. Whereas I'm making place cards for everybody and making sure they sit next to each other so they can have nice conversations. And never considering that not everybody does other. this. No, you're all being horrible to each other. So I can't handle it anymore. Okay, but but what I... <laughs> Oh, see, what, see what see a good what hostess I am. I get her talking. Okay, so and I'm smudged. You see? No, I'm not looking. Um, uh, well, it's, yeah, uh, that, that's really very decorative. That smudge there. Um, good hostess. <laughs> no, see, they, I um, do it automatically. I didn't even think of that. Mm hmm. No, <laughs> I'm so happy to find I'm an actually Barbie. Right. That's that, that's you I'm, have no I'm idea what that does for me. <laughs> I'm fixing it as I'm talking about why Ken annoyed me and why he was mean <laughs> and why they needed to fix it. Okay, so we've got you're all gonna have to deal with this. You've got the legit. <laughs> I made a mess. <laughs> you look lovely. You've got the dear. logistics. Don't worry about it. It's going to annoy me, oh, though. Oh, well, see, that's your weird Barbie. It's going to bother you, and you're going to fix it anyway, even though I've tried to reassure you. We're doing such meta stuff in our stream tonight. It's great. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everyone thinks it's a... <laughs> this is live, you know. Yeah. Recorded live I know. in front of a studio audience. Very few. The only people that are watching are Mel and Ken. Mel and, Ken and Casey. Kim. Okay. Okay, so, Mel is saying I've never lived alone unless you count my tent. But even then, I'd beg for a roommate. Well, we know what that got you. Um, 
but still camp next to a group of others. <laughs> it got her an entire team of people. Um, okay, Codex was in here before, and um, I, I, I'm, I'm worried that uh, there's a problem with um, the app. They were talking about which apps to use. Oh dear, I, I can't. I can only oh. do so much tech in, in in one go. All right, is your makeup all fixed now? Um, it's uh, it's acceptable. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, okay. So basically, the issue is like for for me, it's it's two things because there's no like. They're obviously Barbies and they're toys. They're not actually married and having families. So this is a big problem because we're we're kind of analyzing the roles at points that people are stuck in at a certain phase of life mm -hmm. where they're just being singles that are hosting their parties at their houses right. with no consideration for family life. So that has to be factored in. The next thing is that the actual infrastructure itself didn't belong to Ken. No one knows where Ken lives. Maybe he was homeless, but actually the property <laughs> belonged to Barbie, which he stole. Okay, now everybody knows why he stole it because he felt left out. But that is the reason why it annoyed me. It wasn't the fact that he turned it into a horse barn because obviously I like horses, so that's not a problem. But what he did was uh, he hosted, like, a young single guy who wanted to have his cool friends over and have all the girls over in his place. That was it. That's basically all that happened. The, 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 the horror in that switch is when he's making her Barbie this is feel horrible because she's not welcome at his little party inside her house that's why it's horrible which is i think where the sensitivity comes in the your sensitivity towards ken is because you're seeing it from the angle that a lot of guys have the experience of feeling like they're kind of um living in barbie's house when they live with women yes. yeah which is a different thing again <clears throat> And that is a real phenomenon, actually. Yeah. So well, that uh, men we have, can get we, into that. I mean, that we've, we've had, we have this, I think we talked about this when we did it in the summer. We have this woman's defined world, which has no place for the men other than as props. Um, and, I, you know, that I... Well, that's not, a, that's not ideal, but that's, that's what it has devolved into, I think. Right. And that's why I was sympathetic yeah. to Ken. Um, that... Yeah. that um, yeah women yeah. that you know and and the recovery in the movie of barbie you know barbie world and they get you know the vote was strange right that was a strange sort of idea it's like we can vote it and, and it'll change and i'm like okay let me talk to you about the french revolution but, um, <laughs> that, that you know in the feminized world that barbie is idealizing there is no place for the men that there is no role for them and i'd say you know as you're saying he didn't build the house mm. Who did? Right? Where did these women's houses come from? I mean, it's like, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. So they're, yeah. they're, you know, construction yeah. worker. And, and then the laughing at the men when they can't build the wall to keep Barbie world in and things like that. It's the, 
you know, I was sympathetic because I'm sympathetic to the problem of women's being incapable of recognizing what the men have done for them so that they can have these houses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's tragic. Yeah, we, we should definitely get into that. I wasn't overlooking that at all. So I just saw it as a fantasy. Right. It was like a little girl's fantasy of what she, what kind of house she would have when she would grow up and etc. Because if you're a little girl, you shouldn't be thinking about Ken in the first place in any other capacity than as a Ken. No, really, I think it's kind of psychologically healthy thing. It's like annoying brothers and boys and, and all of this kind of stuff. Maybe that's just my perspective. The girls hit a certain age and then there's the, the shift and suddenly the boys are interesting for a different right. reason. You get into the complexity of male female relationships but for a really really small girl it's this is my dream house and that's it so what you were looking at when you were seeing barbie in that way was her idealizing the world without men being responsible for building the world around her right. and what uh, what i appreciate about that that probably a lot of people didn't pick up on is that that's probably because barbie had a really good father <laughs> who did things so well that she didn't have to worry about who built the house <laughs> which is never addressed in the movie because they only have Ruth Handler as the character that creates it all. Yes. Who was, in fact, yes. married and made the business with her husband. The Mattel of the, uh, is, is the men's names, yes. right? Yeah. So, and, yep. and, and yes, and there's this, yep. this, you know, fantasy that the CEOs are all the guys. Yeah. They're the ones that are responsible for the fact that all those houses exist. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And they've done such a good job at being men that nobody even thinks about their presence there, right. which sounds like I'm d dismissing it, but I'm not. Like, uh, it, this is, this is, I think, the, uh, I mean, at least from my perspective, it's that the, the, the men are so good at taking care of the women that the women aren't even factoring in what they're doing because... Of course, they're going to be there. Of course, the infrastructure is going to be right. there. Of course, we'll get houses. Like this is <laughs> this is the psychology of healthy women. <laughs> they don't have See, to this think is, about. This is where I love. It's like you and your point. It's like we should be taken care of, and there should be a house, and I should get to be Barbie in it, and you know. And yet, well, well, well. This sounds like I know people are going to hear me saying this and say, "Oh, you sound like a very entitled woman." No, I'm just I've. I've seen the contrasting right. cultures. I've grown up between contrasting uh, family systems and cultures and things like this. And so I can understand the difference between women that grow up in cultures where they're entitled, where they not even thinking about what the guys are doing in that sense, because of course men are doing stuff because the men are functioning and they're healthy and they're thriving, which means the women thrive, which means the women are entitled to a dream house because duh, men are building stuff versus women that have been um, put into uh, Barbie land where Ken's haven't been building anything. And then suddenly they're having to worry about infrastructure. And then they think about who builds everything and who's doing everything. And, oh no, now I've got to do everything. So that's where my head is like in terms of the contrast. So Barbie's stuck in a little girl framework of like, I don't even have to worry about what the Mattel executives right. are doing because it's just there. Uh, she hasn't reached that phase or that stage where she's had to worry about it yet. But I think I understand completely what you mean because what they did ex uh, demonstrate was what happens when men are um, 
considered to be um what's the word in yes. the way that's a different thing that's a completely it's, it's different so thing the, the, what we recognize is why we enjoyed the movie is it can take both dreams <laughs> yeah you can see it yeah as, I mean, yeah i i think one way we've talked about it is like when ken takes over her house it's more like your little brother moving into your room and rearranging your stuff yeah. like, get out <laughs> this is mine um, okay so maybe yeah. maybe we actually we need to we need to, to, to ask some other toys help Right, so this is Fencing Bear and her friends. <laughs> and I think what, what I mean, what kilts, what you were just saying, saying we, Barbie, in fact, lives in an idealized world where men actually do take care of things, ironically. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the way the, the sort of drama in the movie is set up is, you know, the women should have their spaces and the men should not be invading them. But in the real world, and this this is, of course, the irony of what's going on throughout the Barbie movie, is that women are the, 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 the sort of feminist version of what's going on in Barbie is the women are in all the roles that the men have in real world. Like president mm. and, you know, construction worker and doctor and all of the other uh, traditionally masculine roles as we say. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the Barbie, Space. the Barbie, the Barbie <laughs> fantasy being that, you know, the women are going to be able to run the world as well as the men run the world, which is, which is, I mean, this sort of interesting that Ken goes out into the world, sees the, 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 the videos and reads the books and finds out patriarchy is great. And he gets to have a horse. Um, but the, you know, the, the real question that the movie can't ask, wouldn't ask, completely fails to ask, and has Gloria give stupid, you know, Academy Award winning, Academy nomination award winning speeches about, you know, it's a contradiction. It's like, yeah, the, you never dealt with the actual contradiction, which is how does the world function? And if mm -hmm. you simply had a world full of women doing all of the roles that were traditionally masculine, like the guys, the construction worker guys that are actually in the real world. Um, how would it work? It wouldn't. How, well, we need to prove this. <laughs> because you know very well, if we simply say that, well, if you were James Damore and said it at Google back in 2017, which is why I did this little cartoon that we're about to read, read with you. Um, he got fired. Yeah, poor James. And 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 also and well, and interviewed by everybody on the quote right, right, including Jordan Peterson and I mean definitely Jordan Peterson and some others, right? That it was if all if you think back to twenty summer twenty seventeen, everyone there was an enormous kerfuffle. It's like I know it's like so pre COVID, um, enormous kerfuffle over Demore's making public, or no, no, it wasn't making public. He he made a report answering some of the um, diversity and equity hiring initiatives that Google was trying. To, I don't even remember what the, I didn't look it up. I, I, I didn't look up my own notes. I just remember I wrote I wrote this comic and did the pictures and everything with the toys in response to the furore that was up around. 
his saying, and maybe, I think maybe he did say this, that men and women had different, like, um, propensities in, in skills. Skill sets, mm -hmm. could we say? Not just differences in hierarchy, but actually different ways of, of well, maybe I already, like, layered, in, layered it into what I see in this. It's called Lobster Side because I was you know, in the lobster world and he was interviewed by Peterson. So there was these lobster metaphors in it. And also that in my house, because of certain people's gaming practices, we had some Warhammer little lobstery things. <laughs> so we used them <laughs> as the games for the toys to play. Right. Hmm. So, so, so shall we, shall we go through my, my, my toys investigation about what men and women do together? Are we there yet? I can say. Okay. So here we go. We, we need to, we need to read this really carefully. All right. So toys in opening scene. Um, there's the white bear, um, the brown bear, the dragon and a, a brown bear with a metal on. Yeah. And they've got the, mm -hmm. they've got the, um, war, I think they're Warhammer, the little crabby creatures in front and they've got some paper dice um, a ruler, um, an airplane, and a, oh, a three-dimensional bust of me, um, which my husband made because he does 3D scans and then prints them. And so there's a, there's a, it, it, you can have to like study the video very carefully, or I'll put the link where this shows up on my web, on my uh, blog up. It's called Lobster Side. Um, the little bust is me um, in a 3D scan printed. <laughs> So I'm, I'm virtually in this story, right? Okay. So White Bear is saying, are you sure you want to send them in first? Your Ashura is looking a little lonely out there. The, the bust of me is the Ashura. Um, uh, and the brown bear, the bigger brown bear says, okay, lobster guard, finally in range. All right. So um, do you notice that the, okay, you can't, you're not looking at it. Um, the, the, if you pull up lobster side on your phone, you can look at this in real time. Um uh, the color scheme in the scene in the, the 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 comic at this point, right? It's completely grayscale. These things are matter, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And here comes Brown, who is fencing bear, who says, "Can I play?" Right. So me, right? The sort of avatar of me. Of I'm doubly there. I'm in the the three D print as the Ashura playing piece and the toy is me because that's fencing bear is my blogging avatar. And so therefore she, but dressed in her fencing, her, her um, masculine fencing outfit, cause it's got knickers and, and stuff. Um, knee breeches, right? Says, can I play? All right. The boys at this point make a tragic decision. <laughs> um, the, 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 the brown bear who has the metal on it, I called him gentleman bear in my head. And he says, sure. Have you played nephropodice before? Nephropodice. The joke there is that's lobster. <laughs> okay. So have you played lobster dice before? Um, and Fancy Bear, in my role as Fencer, says, honestly, no, but I've always wanted to. Um, and gentleman bear says, no problem. I'll explain the rules. There are three units, three unit types, infantry, statues, and tanks. And then the white bear, whom you're going to start noticing, has a particular kind of character, says, plus non-units like doodads and fornices. And uh, Gentleman Bear says, yeah, I'm getting to that. 
Okay. So the girl bear, the fencing bear girl, who's me, has come in and said, can I play? And and um, they said, have you played before? And she says, no, I haven't, but I'd like to learn. And so Gentleman Bear starts explaining mm-hmm. the rules. And White Bear, who I think in the Beanie Baby lexicon is called Sugar Bear. But anyway, White Bear says, okay, but there's some other rules. And Gentleman Bear says, no, no, no. I, you know, I'm trying to make this so that she can understand, basically. Right. Okay. So we got we everybody got that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, so we go to the next one. And we've got zoned in on the on the, the actual pieces, right? Infantry like these lobster guard roll a one six eight die when they engage. Statues like this Asherah roll a three five seven, except when they have a unique attack modifier like the Asherah does. Yeah, but I'm explaining the basic rules first. Finally, tanks like this predator drone roll a two four nine. And the bear uh, fencing bear says, I thought predator drones were aircraft. Ha ha, yeah, it's weird. Okay, so gentleman bear is all along. Right? So gentleman bear, they're all the the, boy, the toys playing the game were all boys to start with, and the gentleman bear is very graciously explaining the rules to fencing bear and you know answering her questions and stuff. And the the the, the sugar bear keeps saying, okay, there's these other complications and stuff. And gentleman bear says, no, 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 I'm you know trying to get. This. He wants her to understand, right? So he's going to explain all the rules. So fencing bear says, so which one is the strongest type? And White Bear says, there is no strongest type. Geez, those are non-transitive dice, understand? <laughs> and Fancy Bear says, oh, okay, I think I'll just watch for a few rounds. Uh-huh. Okay. So she's come mm-hmm. in, she's asked the rules of the boys. One of the boys is like, okay, I'll explain all the rules. And the other one keeps saying, but there are more rules and you're not explaining them all. And she's not going to get it all. I did have help writing this. It's not all just my genius. <laughs> okay. um, the white bear is saying next. No, I got to change screen. Okay. All right. Um, all your lobster guard are going to die now. Why didn't you put your Asherah in front? Whatever, man. That's the bigger uh, brown bear. Um, and okay. So now Fancy Bear is watching and the, the, the other toys are continuing to play. And now Fancy Bear's twin comes in. This is, we, we have a lot of twinning in Drake Alchemicus, which, you know, like between the Drake Alchemicus and the Drake Alchemicus, right? But you see, my, tw- my desire for recognizing the problem of twinning is, is, is played out in the toys. Um, Fancy Bear has a, do- a double, but this toy is dressed in a skirt, right? So, um, and, and it's also like, it's a historic fencing costume of the Austrian women's fencing team or something like that. Anyway, so History Bear, they're for the academic comes in and says, hey, are you guys playing nephropodize? Okay, so asserting authority instantly by knowing the name of the game already. I'm sure, you know, I've come in. And Gentleman Bear says, yeah, you want to join? And she says, sure, I've played before. Because this is the history bear, right? Um, Now there's conversation around the game. um, And and history bear saying, you should attack the predator with the Asherah. And Fincy Bear says, I think it's out of range. Uh, sugar bear yeah i told him to move it history bear come on let him move it up you don't have to be such a stickler it's only two inches out sugar bear okay so you realize what she just did now is like break the rules right it's 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 because it, mm-hmm. it, it's all there's it's all played on a ruler right there's this big silver ruler in in the screen in front of the toys and the the movements of the toys are all played uh, the the pieces are all according to that ruler and they're playing the non-transit 
um, non-transitive dice are a thing. I, I will like quiz the chat once I finish reading this, if anybody knows what that understands what that means. Um, but it does actually work. This game would actually work with those dice. Uh, so F history bear is saying, you know, you should, why not just let it move? And, um, gentleman bear now trying to mediate between the girls saying, right, it doesn't matter. Just let him move it. Um, the background is also now shifting. It's getting a little less grayscale and turning dark. And now it's gone pink. Hey, history bear. Mm. And now we have three pink bears. There's a clown bear, a red bear, and a pink mammoth. Oh, hey, mammoth. What are you doing? Mind if we join you? This, uh, history bear says, sure. Sure. Um, mammoth. Cool. Is this like a Dungeons and Dragons game? Uh, sugar bear. No, it's not like D&D &D at all. Uh, mammoth. Haha, ha, okay. So teach us how to play. Um, now, gentleman bear tries to start explaining. All right, there are three types of unit, each with its own kind of die. Uh, mammoth. That sounds unnecessary. Why not use regular dice? These ones look like they're made of paper. Gentleman bear. Don't worry, it makes sense what you get the hang of it. History bear. Normal dice would be easier to roll. Mammoth. Just a second, I'll go get some normal dice. You need to see what's going to happen to the game. They had dice mm -hmm. specifically designed to work in the game. And the non-transitive dice, I, I, I should look at the chat and see whether anybody's caring to claim that they understand what non-transitive dice is. No, they're not even trying. Um, it's like rock, paper, scissors. So um, the way the dice are designed in the, the ones that the boys are using, it will actually function as a game and it will play out like rock, paper, scissors. We, you know, rock defeats paper, wait, paper defeats rock, rock defeats scissors, scissors defeat paper, right? So they, they mm -hmm. in the sense that they, therefore they're not A is greater than B is greater than C, they're not. It was mathematically true, right? It's mathematic. The game was designed to actually work. Right. And that ruler was that ruler yep. mattered. The pieces mattered and everything. And now Mammoth, one of the girls, is saying, I'm going to get some prettier die. Because they're and now she she's come back with them and she's got all these multi sided dice that they have from Dungeons and Dragons. And the Mammoth is saying, how are these? I even got some number, some with different numbers of faces in case we need to roll in other ranges. Because, right, you want you want to be able to play a different game, right? And uh, Sugar Bear going, that doesn't make any sense. You don't have any idea how the game works. Mammoth saying, come on, we just want to play. And Gentleman Bear, just let them play how they want. Mammoth, yeah, let us play how we want. At which point Sugar Bear, the white one, says, fine, I'm out. And he takes the paper dice. Yep. Uh, the Clown Bear says, geez, what an asshole. And the Red Bear says, no kidding. <laughs> All right, now we, we're um, almost done. Okay, so now the, the background has gone pink and blue, uh, purple and blue, right? Um, Mammoth. All right, let's play. Tell us what to do, History Bear. History Bear was not in charge of this group, and now is, because the when the pink ones came in, they asked her for permission, not the, the guys who actually originally playing the game. So the... Yeah. The academic is the mediator between the, the women coming into the game. Um, History Bear says, okay, each of you pick one of these figures. Mammoth, what are they? Uh, History Bear, it doesn't matter. Just pick one. 
right? You remember the, the original was like they're different yeah. units and it matters what they are and they move differently and you need the ruler and there's a whole structure of the game here. Um, and the, yes. and the, the, the girls have come in and said, well, we've got some, you know, things that are easier to roll and they're prettier and here I've got them and, oh, just let them play. Mm -hmm. I would I I if I had written this by myself it would have been far bitchier I promise you. <laughs> now we are in full Barbie color because what I had at that time was some toys from American Girl toys and so now they've they're no longer throwing the die just on the table they've got a little poof that's like pink and pink and yellow and the background is all pink and yellow. Um, fencing bear you'll see who's you know whose side am I on right because I'm both of them. Um, is sitting there thinking, I wanted to learn how to play Nephropodize. Mm -hmm. Gentleman Bear is sitting there thinking, I wonder where Rules Bear went. He was the, the white one was the one that carried the rules, right? And he left. Mm -hmm. It's to the no more rules. Um, History Bear say, now everyone rolls a die and the highest roll wins. Uh, the Red Bear says, ha ha, crap, I think I lost. Mammoth, it's okay. I think this game is just luck. Clown Bear, yeah, it's all just random. You'll probably win next round. the end <laughs> mm. Th this is this is my analysis of all of these relationships of what happens when men come into when men have a particular kind of structure and they're working according to it and the women and the women come in now did i read it slowly enough that that all stuck do i need to go back over yeah no, it's stuck. Okay, so what's stuck? We've had the we've had the reverse we've, we've had the reverse of Ken invading Barbie's dream house and turning it into Mojo Dojo Casa House. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. So, um, instead of having an invasion that prevents hostessing, we have an invasion which present uh, prevents any game from being played whatsoever. They've completely destroyed the game. Right. It's gone. There is no game. And it was, it was yeah. one that had rules and hierarchy. Now, with the, the, the women that have come in, is there no game now? I mean, say so we destroyed the game that they were playing at the outset by way of these, you know, these, reg these substitutions. One, you know, fudge it, right? Oh, you, she, she can move it. It's just, you know, the piece is only out two inches. Don't worry about where it is on the rule, right? And then, oh, we can yeah. replace the pieces. It'll make, you know, it'll be nicer. We can roll differently. And it's like, that doesn't fit the structure of what we were doing in the first place, yeah. right? And then yeah. pick one. It doesn't matter what the pieces are because, in fact, it doesn't, it, you know, the, the structure was, you know, hierarchical and, and oppressive in the first place. And now, and you realize that this, this does actually matter. Now they're just being inclusive. Hmm. There's no discrimination because they've removed measurement and rule. Moved, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all happy. It's they, you know, it's the colors are way happier in the background. It's not just grayscale anymore, right? There's, it's 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 a playful place. Um, I, yes. I wrote this six years ago, right? So the Barbie pink is <laughs> feeling quite telling right now, right? But they are, um, what what matters to the girl toys is everybody gets to play. However. Does everybody get to play if your goal is everybody gets to play? Well, 
Well, no, because they're not playing anymore. Because there's no game. Right. There's the, the game. The game. The game is just to be inclusive. That's the it. The game is to be inclusive. Which isn't a game. Mm, that's not a game. Well, it is a game. It's the women's game. Well, right. And 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 what this was supposed to show yeah. was how. I mean, one, and I, I was trying to think about this and my co-author tried to make me less bitchy about it because I was just so mad at this thought that as fencing bear, I wanted to learn to play nephropodize, right? Their rules, I want to follow them. I want to watch and learn what they are. I'll sit back until I understand the game and then I want to play it competitively with the the people that are playing it to start with. Mm-hmm. But I also recognize that my twin there is me too that as an academic, I come in and I, like, I have changed, you know, I don't teach in a classroom the same way my co male colleagues do. I know this. I, mm. I've observed, you know, I've, well, observed men in the classroom. They have a different feel, a different dynamic, a different, and I'm, you know, I, and, and the thing is, I do think men and women can both teach each other in our academic setting, but they're different games, right? The thing that the, mm. the girl toys care about most yeah. is, you know, you'll probably win next round, right? It's like there's there there's no like stable hierarchy being created by racking up wins. Each of them gets to win. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not care. They don't care about proficiency. They don't care about the skill building. It's not it, nothing that these pink toys have done has referenced skill building, right. because you don't need to be skilled to be inclusive in the same way that you need to be skilled to win at a game that it has a a rule set that's based on measurement and transitive dice, which have now been removed. Right. <laughs> now the dice, the are just, dice. They just feel random. They do, and 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 this mm -hmm. also that they don't feel like. I mean, the, with the transitive dice, there was a clear winner in each throw, right? This beats that. With the yeah. the pretty dice that they're throwing, they're enjoying manipulating the the toy the the, the devices. Right, they're enjoying manipulating, feeling like they're playing a game, but they've all agreed that it's yes. not going to be competitive in the same way. Mm. Yes. So the game, the the rules of the game, that changes, the dynamics of the players changes, the 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 whole thing is completely re replaced uh the need for there to be winners and losers to a it's kind of a feeling uh feeling reward system mm -hmm. isn't it i mean everybody gets to win so it's like yeah you don't worry we won't we won't uh we won't say that you lost you just didn't win this time right it's very subtle and it's based on the emotional outcome all mm -hmm. of it this as casey's yeah. saying the women were yeah. inventing playing a different game a game of manners right. yes yeah yeah so i was trying to think about it and i was also i mean i was giving credit to the gentleman bear with his medal right is completely welcoming when mm. all of the girls show up Right. He's like, fencing bear shows up and she says, can I play? And he says, absolutely. I'll explain the rules for you. Men do that. Right. It's like, 
the you know women come and you know you're watching the some okay some men are are frustrated like the rules bear right and they're like oh golly you know no that's not the real rule don't make it simple I want to you know the so but there are men mm-hmm. which I I sympathize with all of these characters right. <laughs> I am here. I have them. I have some production shots, right? Here here are the toys that didn't make the cast looking at the, looking at the cast on set, right? Um, but, uh, you know, I the thing is I sympathize with Rules Bear. I sympathize with the ones that are just wanting to play the game. I sympathize with, with Gentleman Bear wanting to be, you know, chivalrous mm-hmm. and explain to Fencing Bear what's going on. I sympathize with History Bear feeling like she knows what's going on because she knows the rules. I sympathize with why the the pink toys show up and, you know, the gentleman bear still wants to include them, even though instantly they haven't, they haven't asked him for permission, even though he's the one that's in charge. They've asked history bear, Mm. right? It's like, I get absolutely every one of these moves, but by the end of it, the game is completely different. Mm. Yes. The boys aren't playing anymore. They're not playing their game anymore. And mm. so they can stay and play in, you know, in the Barbie house, the one the girls are playing, but it's not the one they were wanting to play. It's not the one that Fencing Bear actually mm. did want to play, even though she also like helped the the rot <laughs> by being there in the first place that the other women showed up. Mm. Right. Um, and in the end, right, the social game is also a real game of, you know, inclusion and and and, and graciousness and friendliness. Hostess. Mm. Yes, yes. Well, it's the diff- It's the difference between the uh, the two houses, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And this is this is one what I the reason I did this is the thinking about Demore getting into so much trouble with his his memo about, you know, I think men and women having different strengths. I think that's what he said. I think that's that's what I was mm. going to say. It's like it's true, right? Men and women play different games. They have different strengths. They the men's game is one thing. It's not something that most women like playing, although some will. Um the women's game has other strengths it most men are less interested in playing that one okay but you know they'll you know be polite about it uh, but they do tend mm. to cancel each other out and the you know the sort of challenge i mean the barbies don't figure it out right the, the barbies kick the kins out and they get their houses back and they kick all the men out and you know the kins have their great battle on, on and then ken gets to be kenuff and it's like none of this is satisfying <laughs> Because from my perspective, you haven't solved, well, one, you haven't solved the need to acknowledge the different games, which was my, my, the point of doing the cartoon with the toys. Yeah. These are different. They do cancel Mm. each other out. You can't expect the women's game not to affect the men's game and have all things stay equal. Like it introduces a lot of women into a social, into a social dynamic. They're going to change the game. Yes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. We do. We do. We do. But also the difficulty in what's happened is that we've been told that we need to play two games at the same time, which you can't do. 
they're different games, right? Mm. So yeah. women, if they want yeah. to play the men's game, it's like those of us like Mel, <laughs> who's done a lot of masculine sports like hockey and skiing and, and such, um, or me and yeah. dancing, right? Th- those of, I do believe in women's sports, but I believe in women's sports as women are not, like when we c- compete as fencers, we're separated by sex because women are not as strong. We're not as fast. We don't have the same physical endurance. We don't, I mean, the men that when they go through, when they go from being toykins to mankins, right? They're stronger. They're faster. You can tell the difference in a year between your fencing an 11 or 12 year old young boy and a man who you will never again beat in your life. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's like, it does, you know, there's a real transition in, yeah. their, in their physical skill level and in their reaction time and all sorts of things. These are not commensurate and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, sure. Stronger women fencers can beat, you know, not as strong men fencers, but the strongest men beat all of the women. Hmm. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's like the, the mystery of why we're, you're supposed to pretend that that's not the case takes the, pl- it takes the fun out of the game for everybody. It's like, yes, women should, you know, if we compete against each other in men's games, it helps if we have our own subset of women competing against each other in men's games. Mm-hmm. This creates enormous troubles in academia. And my, 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 um, you know, fellow warrior in, in this particular conversation Tony Eastland gave a wonderful conf- com- uh, paper at a conference I gave a paper at the next year in 2018 at the, this Touchstone Conference. And he was talking about the need for, you know, opportunities for incredibly, you know, genius boys, right? But, you know, very skilled boys to have opportunities yes. to actually stretch themselves in competition, stop bringing them down in you know, physical and mental and, and um, reaction time stuff to turning, trying to turn them into women. They're going to go off and do different things. And women are going to go off and do different things. The Barbies get to have their dream houses, but the boys also need to have their um, adventure skill space where the transitive, non-transitive dice actually matter and the rule ruler actually matters. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Or it drives them insane. Yeah. Yeah, they have to have the space. And it could look completely different to different men in different games, but the, the point is that they get to have their game with their dice. Yeah. And if they don't stretch themselves, uh, they'll never fulfill their uh, their destiny as men. I mean, there's a... There's a... There's a big problem with uh, the resentment, I think, that comes from boys having to be around uh people that are not allowing them to do this Mm -hmm. that resentment is uh it's uh it's not understood by a lot of women that are at the brunt of it that are at the receiving end of it but it's because they don't understand that in taking over these games and and turning them into the female game for for too long um, they've handicapped the potential of a lot of the boys that have been around them who then become the men that are around them as well. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I'm thinking, as I'm saying this out loud, you know, I'm thinking of the, um, the difficulty too in, uh, 
what happens when particular kinds of boys need particular kinds of stimulation in order to in in order to in, engage themselves properly and to the, achieve the levels of extension that they need. Um, like my my. <laughs> The games the boys played when I was growing up may be a little extreme, but it was like uh, it was interesting to see how that kind of behavior could not be imitated by women if they tried. And it's an interesting thing right. that the kind of risk taking that they did is almost like these kinds of boys were the type to find the thing that couldn't be invaded and couldn't be managed by girls that were uh, turning it into a social mm -hmm. game. I, I tend to think a lot of um, uh, yeah, a lot of these young men that are uh, <laughs> failing to find a, an area for them to extend themselves in end up in you know, interesting places doing interesting mm. things. Well, certainly the risk the, the, the risk yeah. taking um, clearly. So Mel is Mel is commenting. Yeah, saying, yeah. I hate playing men's hockey yeah. and checking into the boards. Women hockey is way more fun, but I like co-ed pickup when no checking into the boards is allowed. Exactly. To let the women play, you have to modify the rules mm. from the men's game. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's nice if they do it occasionally, just to let us have a go. Right. Yeah. No. But... I mean, we practice with the men at fencing, right? But to, yeah. To, to, and what? Yeah. Yes. Mel says three different games. It's three different games, the women's game, the men's game, yeah. and the mixed game. And as we showed last time, I mean, um, the queen ultimately wants the mixed game because she wants them getting married. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yes, bring them together yeah. and they can dance, right? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the yeah. thing that men and women yeah. do particularly well together, right? The things sort of, yeah, think it, dance. We're good at that together. So, yes. This 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 has been my and I find this you know I run I was describing myself in academia earlier knowing that we would get here, um, and thinking about you know I, I like teaching the way that I do it would be wrong of me to insist that everybody teach the way I do. Right and and I've mm -hmm. had I've in in, in my mm -hmm. teaching I've also had to train graduate students in teaching and I can say it's like I do this if you if you practice what I'm doing in this group setting. And pay attention to these kinds of dynamics and cues and performances and such. That's great, right? Yeah. And then you'll have strength if, if you follow my instructions. But I've also told them, and I always tell them, you have to find your own strength of performance. Some, you know, I, I, some men are incredibly calm as teachers, right? They're they're fascinating for me to watch because I'm so like nervous, not nervous, and 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 mm -hmm. I am nervous because I'm like performing. But um, I'm I'm get I get hyper energetic I get very my hands are waving around a lot you know I've seen men teach incredibly effectively very calmly they're the guy who'll just sit there speak very quietly and such and it's like if what if I if I tell him you're a bad teacher because you're not like as expressive and waving your hands around as much as I that's wrong he may be actually really mm -hmm. good and have an intensity and difference that is either you know not everybody can learn from every other, every teacher, but, um, being able to be a good teacher as you matters a lot. Now extend that to women are going to have different strengths. Individual women obviously have this, that, and the other strengths. Men are going to have different strengths. 
the whole equity claim that we're all, you know, we all have to be like leveled in the same is hurting everyone. Yeah, it is. It is. You're putting weights on people that could be flying. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way I could describe it. I mean, I grew up with some very brilliant young men who were uh, not allowed to extend themselves properly. And they were disabled in many ways because of the strictures that were placed on them from this kind of requirement for equality. And a requirement to make all of the boys, they'll go back to the, actually, no, the toys are still, this is the last scene, right? They're, yeah, to, to, sit to, around, to make other boys. Sit around the little colored poof and throw the dice that you know, isn't actually a challenge. Because that's what you do. In, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I certainly have seen it through, you know, elementary school or, or, you know, lower school where I, I'm fine. The goal of the teachers is to get the kids to interact together. Well, great. Right. There's, yeah. there's a socializing element there and that as in unauthorized and um, Sigma game world is what was just on book Fox's blog today saying, Oh, you know, people, new people to the community don't know how to behave. And you have to put signs up in the, subways to make sure that they don't do things in public that they're not supposed to do. How do you think people learn that? Right. We're yeah. constantly training each other in manners. And of course, you know, your mother yeah. should have taught you, right. Your mother should have taught you how to behave politely in public society. Okay. That means, you know, women are teaching children to behave in these mixed social settings. Good. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, it is good, but <laughs> it is. It, oh yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah, in terms of their manners towards each other, of right. course. But I think this is this is then the that's the social aspect of factoring in men's need for competition as part of their socialization is really important right. as well. Yeah. Um, and that's why I see the the kids didn't ever get right. It's like they they wanted to be. And it's like they end up in the great beach battle, right? They wanted to have that. Oh yeah, yeah. Moment. It's like this is great. We're on the yeah. beach. I'll see you on the Malibu beach. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Boys, you put a set of boys in the backyard with foam swords. That happens. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's interesting because I've heard a lot of um, people over the years talking about their kids and everything, and it's it's a it's a difficult thing because uh, women are nurturers, hopefully, if they're if they're good at what they're doing, um, and it's difficult to be um, listening when you hear about uh boys being horrible to one of the other boys and things and i think a lot of women are stepping in to prevent uh their sons from meeting the challenge of of facing a hierarchical struggle as well um which i mean it handicaps them again because they can't if they can't do that when they're developing and getting getting used to that kind of uh contest their confidence doesn't develop in the way that it needs right. to 
they don't know what they're capable of because they've been prevented from contest for too long. Yeah. And women, you have to be worried. Yeah. So here is me manipulating the toys, right? And if you look in this picture, I'm so I'm setting the toys up and I had to like, you know, arrange them for each of the scenes in the comic and put them in. It's like, and I had all of the, the pieces. This is early in the, in the story when fencing bear is there and the boys are there and they're the playing pieces there with the, the, the drone and the lobster things and the Asherah. Mm -hmm. But there's something missing in this shot of me manipulating the toys. It's the ruler, <laughs> which, <laughs> which was part of the game, which was necessary, mm -hmm. but it was this big, flat, silver, like, drafting ruler, so it was really heavy and big, and I'd taken it out because it didn't look good. Yeah. <laughs> so you get the meta level right, mm -hmm. and my co-producer came in and said, where's the ruler? <laughs> you wrecked the game! It doesn't work as a story without the ruler. And I went, ooh. <laughs> Even when I'm scripting it, I can't prevent myself from fiddling with things. Cautionary <laughs> tale. Mm -hmm. Right. I, it's so funny that I realized yeah. like I, I moved it because it didn't look good in the shot. And it was mm -hmm. literally structurally essential to the whole game that the toys were playing, that I was making a comic about how women wreck the game. <laughs> it, to be me is so like meta all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also very sad that we don't have very many people watching today. This is, let me see how many people are in Telegram. How many, oh. we invited them all to come in. Oh, well, there's a few more in Telegram. Um, this is, this is like battle of the sexes gold, people. <laughs> yeah. We need each yeah. other. We play mm -hmm. different games. We will upset each other's games simply by doing what feels right to us for the good reasons right which was i i think also what i was the ultimate point of the comic was to try to get it to the point where you saw that there were two different games so that it yes. is that the stakes of trying to pretend that there's only one are very very high oh they are they can completely destroy a moment of uh a formative moment for somebody right in either situation right. mm -hmm. the yeah. girls were not wrong to want before. their pink pretty social game the boys were not well, mm -hmm. wrong to want their grayscale hierarchical rule game with rules they just weren't the same game and the and and the and the like the, the gentleman bear and the fencing bears in there mediate between it's like wanting people to be to belong wanting people to be brought in and not taking sufficient consideration. I think I do think in Barbie in the movie they do try to play that out a bit, which is why I was so sympathetic to Ken in that mm -hmm. moment. We saying, "How does that feel? Right? What is what is it like when you find out the thing that you were wanting is gone?" 
What do you think I feel like as Ken realizing that there was this whole other thing that I could have been doing, which I never even knew existed. I felt that so much for the boys that are going through our feminized mm -hmm. schools and saying, yeah. you are not allowed yeah. to have a horse metaphorically or really. <laughs> yeah. See, it's interesting. We have exactly the same empathy. I just have, a, I, know. I, I just came at it from a different <laughs> angle. Yeah, because I've I, I think because I've been in uh, Barbie land where the Barbies haven't been hostess, they've been like uh, pseudo kens for too mm -hmm. long. So I'm like, oh, she's got her house. Don't take it from her. Um, <laughs> so we'll give her back her house. But, uh, we've looped around. Oh, yeah, no, it's not like, again. Um, we'll give her back her house. There she the, is. No, the boys have been utterly retarded by a lack of competition with each other. Yes. I don't mean retarded in, uh -uh, but they've been held back. The real meaning of the word in retarded, it means you're late, you're delayed. It's not like a permanent crib and get there eventually. But the, uh, the, the point of the, the tussling, the point of rough play for young boys is so that they, they can extend themselves and get, get out all of that energy and actually test themselves and test the people that are around them. And that's a really important part of trust building for men right. as well. It's why they haze each other. Right. Um, women don't haze to build trust, but men do. They need to be able to do it. And, uh, I mean, all so many different things that are necessary for the development of of boys into healthy and strong men has been taken away from them because of an ability for uh for them to play the games that they need to play to get there yeah the thing is I and they get punished they, get, oh, they yes. get punished for wanting they they get punished for wanting what they need and i empathize with that very much because i've had the opposite experience right. so it works on a it works on a level where you're kind of, um, you know, you're expected to, your, your behavior is expected in order to be perceived as a polite person or someone who's well-mannered when that behavioral expectation is actually quite toxic for your own, um, sociosexual development. And yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible. Like I've, I really, I, I understand what you're saying, doc. I've, I have empathy for the boys for for what they're what they're lacking, yeah. And the thing is, I I think women put into the men's structures suffer too, right? Which is is is, is oh is, yeah is, the, is, is yeah. the thing that you know. So I've you know been in men's structures, you know, my whole life as as it were in in academia. There were it was when back when I was in college, it was almost well i mean the university where i went to the college had had women in it from its opening class in 1912 so it was never not that there was never any women or that it only just gone co-ed and we were getting used to it but um when i was hired here at, at chicago there were five six seven women i can't remember how many there were in a department of 35 or so so i know what it was like being a woman in the men's group but that in that sense i remember what it was like for me like as the first fencing bear with mainly men in a structure that they were competing in which i was happy to but i also know that i behaved differently i was still not the same game but i liked being in, in their setting yeah. 
but I think also because as Mel has pointed out, right, they took the they took what is she calling the the um the checking into the boards, right? <laughs> this is this is yeah. also recognizing that the the men at fencing don't fence us as hard. They 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 scale down to know that they're fencing you, right, as a woman. And also I'm like an old yes. woman, so they have to scale down a lot, right? The, the men are adjusting all the time for us to be in their masculine space. But that's, you know, that I don't, you know, the, my frustration about being hostess or not having as much access to the women's or I don't know, right? Women need the women's space too. And that's what you were responding to saying Barbie's dream house was appropriately hers and he shouldn't have taken it from her. It's a, yes. We're all suffering yes. in this situation where the women don't get to have properly understand that their women's space is good and matters and creates a very important element of our society, which is the court and the socialization and the men and women getting to dance. And the men need their space as well, where they get to play the, the risk games and the hierarchy, creating of hierarchy and what you're describing is like testing themselves against each other so that they understand their own capabilities. Yes. Yes. And how, which are, which are, Go ahead. Uh, oh, I, I was going to say they're, they're far beyond what women are capable of. Yes. Men, Mel is here, you know, verifying yeah. it. Men snowboarding versus women's can't get spinner as much vert. Yeah. Um, different judging categories. Mm -hmm. They have to be separate or women can't compete. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you an anecdotal, uh, example if it, if it works. So, um, uh, boys where, where I was when I was growing up, they used to do high diving. It was like a, a big deal to get on that platform. You literally, it couldn't be a more perfect example of the SSH mm. for men because they'd literally level up in terms of the meters off the ground <laughs> to, to go diving and then get in the pool. And then you get to the highest point in the tower where you're up at 10, 12 meters sometimes and then they're diving from that point and then they have to start doing trick diving and so they're just pushing each other constantly right. how much more can we get out of this one trick before we die <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it was like yeah. we go up with them sometimes just to watch the women are incapable of getting to that level where they're trick diving and they're doing the stuff that the boys are doing but we'd stand back and we'd watch them do it Sometimes their faces would come within that much of the concrete slab that they were jumping off and then they'd clear it. Yeah. And they'd be doing things that are uh, like phenomenal to watch. They're like, for amateur gymnastics. It was amazing. And one of these guys, he smacked his head one day and he was bleeding and his blood all in the pool. It was gross. So he had to get stitches. Um, he, had, he was out of the pool for two weeks. I'd never seen anybody so frustrated in my life to be taken out of the competition, to be taken out of the pool and be told, no, you have to stay out of it because your, your, your head's not going to heal properly. Right. So it was two weeks of hell, two weeks and one day stitches come out. The day the stitches came out, he was back on the board doing the exact same trick that he'd done that split his yeah. head open and he did it again. He split his head open again. He split open his head again <laughs> and he didn't want to be out of the game again. So he said, I'm not going to the doctor. I'm not letting them stitch me up. I'm going to stay up the top of the tower and keep going. 
that's the headspace. It's this like singular obsessive impulse to keep going regardless of what's just happened. And that kind of stuff you don't see in any other environment unless you're around boys that are playing the game that they need to fulfill themselves. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But also you do the opposite and put a woman on that platform and tell her to do the same thing. <laughs> you damage your Barbies. Yeah. Uh, the culture that we live in now has this very strange uh, schizophrenia of saying, no, we don't want the boys doing the, the dive from the highest uh, level because it's too dangerous. But they'll push girls to be at the level that they think is boys and say we can do exactly what the boys can do or better. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. the, the, what you just described just, you know, it's the lie of their premise, right? It's like the only way you can get girls to that level of the boys is to cripple the boys. Yeah. While yeah. depriving the women of doing the thing that they're actually going to be better at. Mm. as as you know train you know training us in our feminine skills i it, it it it's it's been a puzzle for me because back when i was in you know college and we were doing gender studies there was a, a book um by famous gender studies professor called in a different voice carol gilliam who well, i got critiqued for decades right saying you know whether whether women's moral development was different or not and it's like it, it what was funny was they used men a man a masculine scale to decide that women were not as you know morally developed and you're like okay problem to start with <laughs> mm -hmm. i like my scale better it's like they're they're playing different games and this yeah yeah continuous refusal to acknowledge that men and women can be good at th certain kinds of games together we need to in order to have a society and babies um women can be very good at things skilled at things that men are completely uninterested in which is why they're not live you know here in our live chat tonight <laughs> <laughs> and men can be obsessively interested in things that bore women to tears oh the guys are watching football again why <laughs> right yeah. the only time i ever watched football was with my dad because i wanted to sit yes. around with my dad right so we're just here in the mosaic arc to make a plea for sanity men and men men are men and women are women and that's both good mm -hmm. right? yeah <laughs> why is it so hard to say that and why when you say that do you suddenly get called hateful it's like um which is what happened to demore with all pro it was in the pronoun days right when it was hate hateful yeah. to 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 not pretend that mammals are and come in two sexes and that's why you end up with more of them <laughs> mm -hmm. they come together and make houses together <laughs> and little ones <laughs> which the toys can't because they're toys yes <laughs> <laughs> you want them to leave the toy phase that's the idea <laughs> well and, and, we, and we prevented them from ever getting out because we've been pretending this this yeah Okay. Well, they've been, pre yeah, they have, they have been prevented from getting out. Hmm. Oh, okay. So I th perhaps unauthorized hasn't been loading correctly. 
Uh... Yeah. Okay. There, there's there's a, sm a, a minor amount of chat in in DCR Telegram. <laughs> we, mm -hmm. we, will, we will we will we will consider that later. We, we promised with the unfortunately mm -hmm. not streaming properly, but hopefully recording properly on authorized TV. It's been a quiet night. Yes. <laughs> in, our, in our in our in our um, mosaic art pink and 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 Barbie colored girls room of unauthorized TV, <laughs> which yes. is all men otherwise, <laughs> mostly. But it's a different room. We're, we have our which own is completely point. different room that. Yeah. Watch. Yes. So this is so we this is you know part two of the continuing series on the women's social sexual hierarchy sociosexual hierarchy, which we have now established what hostess means, but that it's going to have different roles in different situations, and we haven't solved the problem of how they live together yet. Um, hmm. There's more to come. Don't worry. So like and subscribe. If you subscribe to Unauthorized TV, um, to Logos and Tolkien, you help our art and our work and, you know, help us carry on being being beautiful in our home. Um, and I think we, we I, my, my plan is we do female of the species next time. Mm -hmm. How women are nasty to each other. <laughs> so, 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 <laughs> so if you weren't enraged yet, we will we, we'll aim to go there. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I said, like the... I'm not hosting. I'm vibing. Right, yes. <laughs> I'm just enjoying no, this. No, no, no. I, I, I am always, I'm all, as a hostess. I always aim to make sure that everyone has a lovely time. I hope you all had a lovely time tonight. Thanks for joining mm -hmm. us. <laughs>